Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. So, if you're new, my name is Maggie, and this is my podcast. It's episode seven. So, by the end of the month, we will have hit episode 10, which that's really exciting. That's like a milestone, kind of. So, it is Monday. So, it is the first Monday of March, which is exciting. I wrote down in my journal today, like, new month, new week new mindset, new goals. It's the start of everything now. I always feel that way about the first of the months is that it's kind of like a blank slate and we can make anything we want with it because, you know, nothing has obviously happened during this month. So you can set intentions for the month and you can write down goals for the month. Like for February, I think I wrote down stuff like be more productive, be more attentive, be more focused like try to uh, get schoolwork done as fast as you can because that's something that I've noticed this year is that with schoolwork I'm usually always so on top of it and I always try to get it done as quickly as I can but this year I guess with just all of the new situations and the new surroundings it has just taken me a lot longer to find the motivation to be productive and to get the work done. So that was definitely a goal for February was to just like buckle down and stay focused, especially like approaching at the end of a trimester. It was important for me to really focus in that sense so that I could be proud of myself come the end of the trimester, which was on Friday and it's Monday. So I'll go to school tomorrow on Tuesday and start a new trimester, which just means completely new classes completely new slate. I have no grades in so I can build my grades up from the bottom and make them everything that I want them to be which is exciting because I always like the start of new trimesters because I feel like I can really become acquainted with the class and that's really that's just really exciting to me. I've always been the person that has enjoyed school and has looked forward to like the first day of school and to picking out an outfit and to walking around the hallways and lunch with your friends and talking to teachers. I've always been that person. Start of new trimesters, new classes, that has always been exciting to me. So let's talk week update. So this is the last time that I'm going to talk about my Smile Direct Club aligners for a long time. I know that they have been mentioned in like the last I don't know, four or three episodes, like I won't stop talking about them. But I know that I talked in the last episode about how I had them in, but then they made my tongue blister up. So I had to wait until my tongue like healed before I could put them back in. So I put them back in on Wednesday of last week, and then I'll change them out on this coming Wednesday, which is really exciting because I, like I said in the last episode, I was really looking forward to wearing them and to like just experiencing the whole process with them. And then I was really bummed out at the fact that they like caused my tongue to hurt and that I couldn't eat and stuff because of how bad it hurt. But I am feeling really lucky that like my tongue was able to heal within a really fast amount of time and then I could put the aligners back in. And so far, I honestly have no complaints. I mean, they did really hurt on the first that I wore them. Like I remember being in the middle of class and I would like pick them up off of my bottom teeth just for like a little break before I had to put them back on because they did hurt. But now that I've worn them for almost a week now, I only have two more days left. I've really gotten used to them and the lisp is starting to go away, which is progress. I take them out to record the podcast because there's no way I could make it through a whole episode with the teeth in. So 
I I would I think so far I would recommend, but you know I haven't worn them for a substantial amount of time yet, so I'm not overly seeing progress with my actual smile. But I think we'll get there. So that is something to look forward to. That's something that has been happening in my week. I have been slightly off of my reading game recently. I was like an avid reader for like about a month and a half. And that was really exciting for me. And I really enjoyed it. But I, you know, things happen in life. And then you push things back and you put other things in front of different things. So that's honestly just what happened with reading, especially like within last month, because I finished a book and then I started another book. So just finding the time and finding the motivation is something that I have been lacking recently. But I'm starting to get back into it. Um, And I know I guess it was two or three episodes ago, I talked about how I am reading Joy Luck Club, and I said that I was only like 20 pages in. Well, now I'm only like 40 pages in. I've only read two chapters of the book, which is really sad, I know, but I am trying to pick it back up. So hopefully I will have the book finished by the end of March, if not sooner, but I'm not trying to put too much pressure on myself to finish it, just as long as I make like some kind of progress throughout the book, then I will be happy. So I made a matcha earlier. Fantastic. 10 out of 10 recommend. There is so much slander on matcha, which is really sad. I hate to see it, but it's on, it is it is understandable. People say it tastes like grass. I personally don't think so, but you know, your taste buds are your taste buds. Mine are mine. So I made a matcha earlier and um, I'm trying to think about when it was, maybe two or three weeks ago now, I made a IGTV video on the podcast Instagram about how I make my matchas, and my original intention with it was for it to be a reel, right? Because I heard that, like, reels are popular on the Instagram. I don't watch Instagram reels because they kind of annoy me, but I heard that those were, like, a popular thing to see on, like, content creator pages. So I was like, okay, I'm going to make a reel about how I make my matcha. So I like cut all the pieces together and it took a long time because I was really struggling with it for some reason. And then um, I go to like make it a reel and then I find out that they can only be 30 seconds. Well, it was a minute. So I was like, oh, well, I'll just upload it as an IGTV video. Well, because it was only a minute and it wasn't like a second longer, like a preview of the IGTV video wouldn't show up on my feed. So no one has seen it because it won't show up on feeds because it's only a minute long, but it's too long to be a reel. And it's all very annoying. But if you are interested in how I make my matchas, there is an IGTV video that you can go watch where I talk about how I make my matchas. And I think I'm going to try to redo the video so that way it can be a reel and it can show up on my feed. But there is that video out there. I had made a couple of matchas within the past week with just normal oat milk because I couldn't find vanilla oat milk. So the matchas were kind of lacking within the past couple of weeks, but I made one with vanilla oat milk today. Cracked open a new carton of vanilla oat milk and felt really successful with it. It tasted really good. And I had my oil diffuser going earlier. It was all around 
honestly a really relaxing day. I haven't had much to do today, which feels really nice. I have been putting, um, it's called sleep. I've been putting this sleep oil in my oil diffuser for like, I don't even know, five or so months now. But it has it has lavender and chamomile in it, which I think is where the sleep comes through. But it also has sandalwood and orange in it. So it personally doesn't make me sleepy. So I let it diffuse throughout the day because I think the orange makes me feel energized. But yeah, like I said, starting a new trimester of school this week. And this is so crazy to me, but I literally only have 12 more weeks of my sophomore year and then it's done. That is just so insane to me because I like I remember so vividly starting out freshman year and then now I'm almost done with being a sophomore and within 12 weeks I will finish sophomore year and then I'll have about like a three month break or a two and a half month break and then I'll come back and I'll be a junior that doesn't make any sense to me. That is so crazy because I've, so I have a really good memory, right? I've, I've always had a really good memory. So I, I remember the last day of fifth grade. I remember exactly what it looked like and I remember exactly how I felt and it was all so crazy to me and I was super close to my fifth grade teacher. Honestly, one of the best teachers that I've ever had in my life and I still talk to her occasionally. She's a great mentor for me. So it is so, it's just so weird to me that I have little fifth grade experiences that I remember, but now I'm carrying those memories with me into junior year. So weird. That is just so crazy. Also, my cat is currently sitting on my lap while I record. So if you hear purring, that is what it is. I'm sorry if the mic picks up on it. Last week we had my dog sleeping that the mic picked up on, and now we have my cat sleeping that the mic is picking up on. So I don't even know if it's picking up on it. I'm just assuming that it is. So, yeah. So when this episode comes out, it will be the first weekend of March, which means it is practically the one-year anniversary of the start of COVID. Is that or is that not weird? That is so insane to me. I was thinking about it just a few days ago about how we were approaching that one-year mark, and I was like, I definitely did talk about that on the podcast because I have so many thoughts about it, and we've experienced this pandemic for an entire year. It is just so bizarre to me. And I know some people probably think like it's not that crazy, but it it is kind of like shocking when you think about it that like it has been a whole year since the start of the pandemic happened. happened. It I just think that that is so crazy cuz like I remember getting a letter from the school in the last block of the day on a Friday, I think it was, and it said that we would be out of school for two weeks, like we would be not in the building for two weeks for like the safety of our students and to, you know, keep COVID in mind and things like that. So we would be out for two weeks. Well, two weeks went by and I never went back in the building. That is just so crazy to me because I had heard things here and there about COVID, but I really didn't know what it was. 
Um, Because I had a friend at the time who was telling me about COVID and how there were like cases across the globe, but it hadn't happened in America yet. And then I was riding in the car with my friend Grace, who I've talked about before, and I pulled up an article that I had found someone posted on Snapchat, and it said that the first two cases in my county had been found. And I was reading out this article out loud in the car to Grace and my mom, and we were just all like, wow. Like, that is just crazy because you hear about it happening other places, but you never honestly expect it to happen here because it, it almost makes you feel like, like when you hear that there are cases in Italy, because I know Italy was really bad there for a while. When you hear stuff like that, it makes you feel like there are almost like these like walls that are built up from the ground all the way to the top of the earth that protect you and your state and COVID can't get through it, but then boom, COVID gets through it and you're like, oh yeah, I'm not separated from the entire world. That is so crazy to me just to have those memories and to remember like, oh, I'm going to be out of school for two weeks and then I never went back to school. And then I read off an article about how cases were being found here and then now like I haven't read anything else. Like the news that I have been consuming for the past year has consistently been the same where there's been new cases, new deaths, new numbers. It's just so, it's honestly just really strange to me. It feels like time has moved so slow, yet it has moved so fast. And when I look back at pictures of myself from the middle of quarantine, like, like April through July, I'm like, who in the world is that? That's not Maggie. That is not the Maggie that I know today. Honestly, even the Maggie up until like October, it was just such, it's crazy how much a year and how much the circumstances can change you. I can't, I honestly can't even remember what life was like before the pandemic happened. So I look at photos of my freshman year and I have a hard time even believing that like that was real. It's just so crazy to me that life in school consistently five days a week with no masks and being as close to people as I was it's so strange to me that that was ever a thing because it doesn't feel like it'll ever be a thing for me again during high school. And it's honestly really sad, but the more that I think about it, the more that I feel like within a year, almost nothing has changed. Like pandemic-wise, I feel like almost nothing has changed. So I'm scared that I'm going to become a senior and I'm still going to be in in this circumstance. That's just, that's another thing that I think about all the time is the fact that like I haven't had a normal year of high school yet because I was a freshman last year, obviously, and the year was interrupted because of COVID. So I finished off the school year online. I haven't had a normal high school experience. I haven't completed a normal year of high school with all of my friends around and all of that. And, you know, you watch like John Hughes movies and you watch what the last day of high school looks like before summer and how everyone is so excited and everyone 
is happy and you're laughing and you're taking pictures and you're talking to your friends and you're running around in the summer heat outside, like you all meet up at a friend's house and you get ice cream after school. I know that this is like an incredibly like fiction version of what the end of high school is supposed to look like. But I would be lying if I said that I haven't experienced a last day of high school yet because that is something that I feel like is missing from my life. And even so, you know, we're currently in the building for the school year now. But even with this hybrid schedule, if we finish out the school year in the building, I'm only going to have half of the alphabet there with me to celebrate. And all of my close friends are in the other half of the alphabet. So it'll just be like me chilling in the desk, just waiting for that last bell to ring. And then I'll go home which that's really sad. And we haven't had like spirit weeks or anything like that, normal ball games. I don't like going to sporting events, but it's comforting to know that they're there. Like it's comforting to know that if I wanted to go to a football game and I wanted to participate in spirit week, the opportunity is there. But now it's just not like that has been taken away from us. And that is just so weird to me. And I felt really bad for the seniors last year, how they couldn't have a graduation or they couldn't have a prom, but like the current seniors are still in that situation. And I felt bad for my fellow freshmen last year, how we couldn't be in the building to experience what like the end of school at a high school looks like. I just, I don't know. I feel like school wise, like school COVID wise, it's a super hard time for everybody. And it's weird to navigate through it because we're not built for this. You know, we're not built for life to look like this. So it's just so crazy. It's honestly just, I don't even, I feel like I'm running out of words to say, like synonyms to say instead of crazy or weird or, because that's really, that's how I feel about it. It's all just so crazy and it's all just so weird. And like I watch movies and I watch TV shows or YouTube videos or things like that. And I think to myself, like, wait, they aren't wearing a mask. And that is so, I know that I'm not the only one that does it. And I was describing it to my mom the other day, but I was like, I'll watch One Direction interviews from 2014. And I'm like, what the heck, Niall, you're not wearing a mask. But then I remember that was 2014. He didn't have to wear a mask. And I watch movies and I'm like, oh, wait, yeah, that was 1989. They didn't have to wear a mask back then. Like, duh, Maggie, why would you think that they had to wear a mask? And I hate that I think that way. But especially like in Gilmore Girls, when Lorelai and Walt. Lorelai and Rory are walking through town and you know there's crowds of people and they're square sometimes and I'm like you're that close to somebody and you don't have a mask on and then I'm like wait yeah that's why they don't have a mask on because COVID wasn't a thing it's I hate that I do that to myself and I hate that I think that way now but after you experience something for so long it's like there's no other way to think it's like it's normal for me to wear a mask, so why is it not normal for you? And it's even worse when it's things like One Direction interviews or just like YouTube videos, like watching vlogs and stuff when you see people not wearing a mask, even though the video was made two or three years ago because 
watching things like that, it feels more like real life than watching, obviously, something that's, like, fictional because it's a movie or it's a TV show. So watching something that deals with, like, actual life and something that actually took place and to see them not doing something that is just so normal now, I'm like, that. I, I, it makes me feel weird. Like, it makes me feel uncomfortable for a second. And then I'm like, well, like, they don't need to wear a mask or they don't need to social distance because it wasn't, it just wasn't a thing. I feel like COVID is going to forever change just the way that I think about things, like with the whole watching things where they're not wearing masks or um, even going on vacations now. Like, I obviously, when the situation gets better and things get more under control, I want to start traveling again because that is something that I miss dearly. Airports, that, that might be my favorite place ever. Airports are so amazing. It's like a completely different reality. It's like you walk in and you're in like a weird little bubble. Airports are just so amazing. The smell, the people, the places, the restaurants, the ah, it's so amazing. I can't even describe it. I just love airports. So longing for travel is something that I have really been doing over this past year. But I feel like traveling is going to be so weird when it comes back around and when I start doing that again. So like I I look at photos from my two most like big recent vacations that I went on. So I went to Chicago in 2019 and if you've been to Chicago or if you know anything about Chicago then you know that they have really big museums there like field museums pretty much. It's kind of like Chicago's version of Washington DC Smithsonian's is how I would describe it because you have like staple museums that are really big so the aquariums just aquariums in general are some of my favorite places ever so the really big aquarium in Chicago I took a ton of pictures there and I look back at the pictures of like the penguins that I took and I took the pictures from like outside of the glass that separate like obviously like the penguins from the people and there's all of these like little kids that are so close to each other that have like their face smushed up to the glass to like just look at the penguin closer and I'm like how was that ever allowed how were that many people in that small of a space and these kids breathing on glass and getting their little smudgy fingerprints everywhere? How was that ever okay? Like, how was that ever allowed? It's so crazy to think about. And it's so weird to look back at life just from 2019 and think, oh, that used to be okay. And then I look at pictures that I took in Disney World from 2018 and just now like the concept of Disney World how was that ever allowed I I don't know if you've ever been to Disney World but I feel like if you haven't you have a pretty good grip on what it looks like there and there are so many people for it to be a such little environment if we're going to be honest Disney World is kind of small for the amount of people that go there and 
just looking back on pictures from like taking pictures of like Cinderella's castle or I have this video of like the stormtroopers marching through the streets of um Hollywood what's dang it what's that world called why is my mind blanking like that Disney World Parks let's google it Hollywood Studios Boom. There we go. I kept wanting to say Planet Hollywood, but I know that wasn't right. So Hollywood Studios, right? I have a video of the stormtroopers marching through the streets of Hollywood Studios, and there are so many people around, and they're so closely compacted. And, you know, if you've ever been to Disney World, then you know that there are people breathing on top of people, literally, because of how packed it is there. How was that ever okay? Like, how were we, were we as people ever comfortable with the idea of that? I, that is, it's honestly kind of funny to me to think about now, but just looking back at pictures like that and seeing how many people were there, it's funny that, it's funny to me that we ever thought that that was okay, that we thought at some point that cramming this many people into this little space was okay. And especially with rides at Disney World, sorry, I'm probably going to gross so many people out and you never want to go back to an, amuse- to an amusement park, but people sit in rides and they sit in the seats of the ride and they're all sweaty and gross and they put their feet everywhere and then they have to you touch the old buckle and buckle themselves in and then they hold on to the handrail and their hands are all gross and sweaty and you don't know what they've done during that day and they've passed through different places and they've touched different things and you don't know when the last time they washed their hands are and then they go through the ride and then they get off the ride and they didn't clean the seats down like they didn't clean off anything it was like just whatever seat you got that's what you got and whoever sat there before you well that's who sat there before you and you would just get in the seat willingly and you would just sit there that is so bizarre to me that's so bizarre to me that we thought that that was okay oh that's just so crazy and like I've always been slightly a germaphobe right I used to be an extreme germaphobe in like sixth grade but I kind of got it under control throughout the later years, but like I've never been the person to share silverware with people. I don't care to share food, just like please use your own fork or please use your own spoon. That's all that I ask. And I've never been weird about like the double dipping thing. That's never honestly bothered me, but I've just like my silverware is my silverware. That has always been one thing that I have stuck to and I have always been super okay with like my friends borrowing makeup or makeup brushes but if they borrow makeup brushes I usually always wash the brush like after they've used it or like after they've gone home or something like that because you know you have oils all on your face and you have face germs and then I don't want to put your oils on my face and then get acne Or have you get acne because it was on my face and my face oils got on your face. So, like, things like that. I've always been pretty super, I guess, like, uptight about them and kind of, like, germ aware of things like that. But any time that we would go on an airplane and... I don't think I don't know. I think I've been on like six planes in my life, maybe, possibly, something around there. Every time we went on a plane without fail, 
I mean, literally every single time without fail, I had a miniature to go pack of Lysol wipes and I would whip out my Lysol wipes and I would wipe down the entirety of my seat. We're talking the back of the seat, the actual part that you sit on, like the bottom of the seat, the window seal, the window, the window cover, the drop-down table, the little like lock that locks the table into place, the back of the seat that is in front of me, and then I would hand my mom some wipes and I would have her wipe down at least her table, at least the table and the armrests. I would always wipe down the armrest. And then when the plane landed, I would wipe down my own seat again so I could take care of it for the person that would come in behind me. Because I read or I watched this thing one time about how, and see this could be completely wrong, but um, I read it or I watched it. I can't remember which one it was now. Um, I, so, you know, like I watched it before I went on my first ever plane ride and they said that majority of people that go on planes get sick, not because of the high altitude or things like that, but because of how many germs are in a plane. So like the germs get in their body and then they get sick because of that. And when I think about it now, it could be partially true, but it it sounds kind of off to me now. But when I was in sixth grade and went on a plane for the first time, that sounded completely convincible. So I would make sure that I had some type of disinfectant wipes with me so that I could wipe down my whole seat so that I could make sure that I wasn't going to get sick. And I haven't gotten sick yet, but you bet I have done that every single time that I've gone on a plane since. And if you think about it, if you truly think about it, airplanes are disgusting because if you've ever been on a on a flight right you're sitting in your terminal you're waiting for like your group to get called to board the plane so the plane lands and then the group of passengers they get off of the plane and then maybe maybe three-ish minutes go by and then they're calling for group a to come up to start boarding the plane you know that within three minutes of those passengers getting off and you stepping onto the plane, they did not have enough time to wipe down every single seat and every single tray and every single window seal and every single window cover. They did not have enough time to do that. They just had enough time to clear the trash out of like the back pockets of people's seats and to maybe wipe down seats. Maybe. I don't know if they do that. But the transition from people getting off of a plane to you boarding a plane happens so quickly. So the idea that they had enough time to clean everything doesn't even make sense. So I always took the liberty of just cleaning my own stuff. And I would recommend to you that you also clean your own stuff just for your health and your sanity and then offer the person beside you a Lysol wipe because that is the kind thing to do but I bring I mention like that story because it's honest it's just so funny to me that I have been doing that for years since like 2016 and now that's like the expectation like I it would make sense for them to clean off everything before you get on a plane anyways but the reality is that like they just don't do it so 
I did it. I've been doing that myself, but now it's like the expectation that if I go on a plane, I want it to be clean and I want to know that they disinfected everything because I don't want to get COVID. I think that's funny how kind of the script flipped it. The script flipped it. How the script flipped on itself and how that's just something that I've been doing, but now that's like the normal thing to do. I feel like we can all agree that like COVID has changed or at least affected our social behavior in some sense. And for like the way that I'm about to describe it, I know that it could be completely flipped around for some people because I know that some people like being separated from people for so long. They just long to be with people and to just spend time with them so that they can kind of get a sense of normalcy back but for me it's the complete opposite because I feel like I've been alone for so long during the pandemic that now just being alone is normal and hanging out with people is strange. Does that make any sense? So like I've never had a large like social interaction tolerance I struggled for a long time to figure out how to word that, but I've just never been the person that has been able to hang out with people for an extremely large amount of time. Um, Like, I've never wanted to be a part of groups that are like six or more because then I feel like I get, well, I get drained super fast, like within the first 30 minutes of hanging out. And I feel like if you have a friend group that large, then there's someone that feels like they're being forgotten. So I've just never liked big groups like that. And like even going out to restaurants and stuff, I've always asked if the restaurant is loud because I hate going to loud restaurants. Like, you know, the restaurants where you can hear like the clanging of the pots and the pans from the kitchen and every and the music is turned up so loud and everyone is screaming to try to talk over top of the music. Yeah, restaurants like that. I have never been a fan of and there's often large groups of people there so things like that I have just never like been drawn to but now hanging out with like two or three people for large amounts at a time feels like a chore and it feels so exhausting because I'm like oh my gosh I've been with people for 48 hours this is crazy I need to be alone now and it's just it's just interesting to see that kind of change in mindset from being able to tolerate five or six people and then going to I've been hanging out with you for about one and a half days now. I feel like we should take some time away from each other. I think that that is interesting. I feel like a lot of us can relate to that feeling and over quarantine I have honestly just really grown to love my own space and to love my own company because the more time that you spend with yourself the more time that you just like appreciate being alone and having the ability to do anything you want on your own schedule I feel like it's so amazing and if I can give you any piece of advice ever it would be to learn to enjoy your own space and to learn to enjoy your own company and I know that it's harder for some than it is for others because for me it was kind of easy to like just enjoy being alone but 
I know for some people, you know, more extroverted people rather than myself, which is pretty introverted, but for more extroverted people, you know, because you kind of rely on people to feed you energy. So I know that it could be hard to be alone, but please just learn to be by yourself because the only person that you have to rely on or the only person that you honestly have to wake up to with every day is yourself. So learning how you enjoy spending time on your own and learning to love yourself and just things like that, it's honestly really important. And I can do a whole other episode about learning to enjoy your own space in your own company because I really do feel like that is extremely important and that is something that everyone should learn how to do. I have that feeling about COVID and quarantine, which that is something that came from the situation that I feel pretty positive about and something that I feel really grateful for, honestly, because like I said now, like I have no issue just being alone. It's honestly really relaxing and it is, I'm trying to find the right word for it, refreshing. It's refreshing to be by yourself after you've spent so much time with people it's honestly a great thing if I say so myself and like I used to always love shopping and I talked about this with some friends the other day at school but I used to always love shopping and don't get me wrong I still do love to shop because I love to be out of the house like it's I just talked about how much I love being by myself, which is completely true, but I also love being out of the house and getting to just drive, even just drive around and not go anywhere. It's nice to like see the outside, which sounds really strange, but just, you know, you, I know you know what I'm talking about. I used to always love to go shopping and stuff like that, and I still do love it, but it's like... The satisfaction that I used to get from it, I don't get from it anymore. So I went out a few weekends ago and I didn't even have the energy to like look through the racks or to go try anything on. I have honestly just been in the mindset of I'll buy it in the size that I usually buy everything else in. And if I don't like the look of it or if I don't like the fit of it when I get home and try it on, then I'll give it to a friend or I'll... um give it to Goodwill or donate it to consignment or things like that because this is on a completely different subject but please if you can avoid returning things back to where you originally bought them from because that plays into the whole fast fashion thing but if you say you buy a shirt from Target and you get it home and you don't like it something with the fit or something like that you just don't like it if you take it back to Target They are not going, it costs them so much more money to wash it, steam it, iron it, hang it back up, put a new tag back on it, and put it back up for sale. That costs them so much more money than it is to just throw it away or to burn it. So I know that with returning things, the intention is, oh, I'm going to return it, and then they're going to put it back on sale for somebody else that wants it. But that is never what happens. So if you can, Give it to a friend that you know is going to like it. Donate it to Goodwill. Or if you are that concerned about getting your 15 bucks back, donate it to a consignment store and then let consign it and get 
whatever percentage it is, I think it's like 20% or something like that, get that amount of money back. So then at least you're getting some kind of money back or you can put it on a Depop or you can sell it on Instagram. There's so many more things you can do with it that won't play into the fast fashion, you know, other than returning it. So completely different side tangent, but that is an important topic to learn about. So what was I talking about? Shopping and not enjoying it anymore. So yeah, it's so strange. Something that I used to enjoy so much now I feel like I have almost no energy for. And uh, it's kind of sad. It is kind of sad because now it it kind of feels like a chore almost to go out shopping and to be expected to buy something. But I feel like a lot of us can relate to that feeling. I feel like a lot of us can kind of feel that way. Um, so this is the last thing that I wanted to talk about and it's the, it's a phrase and it says you can handle more than you think you can, which is definitely something that we've all heard before, but I was listening to Nana's new podcast episode this morning and she mentioned this and it just sparked an idea in me and it was definitely something that I wanted to talk about on here. So basically like When the pandemic first started, everyone was so uncertain about what was going to happen and we were all feeling extremely new feelings and we didn't know how to handle with anything and we, we just didn't know what to expect and it was a scary time and honestly it still is kind of scary in certain aspects but just look at how far you've come. You've achieved so much during this past year and I know that it's hard to realize among all of the negativity that's happened within the past year and with COVID and things like that and so many people have suffered loss and suffered stuff like that but you have you have achieved so much this year and you've grown as a person and you've learned new things you've learned a new skill you've gotten better at something that you've always wanted to improve at you read more you exercise more you went on a walk that one time you chatted to that one friend that you haven't talked to in a few months you've done something within the past year that you can be proud of and that you can feel achieved of so you've made so much progress throughout the year and you've lived through a global pandemic. A round of applause for you. Not many people can say that, you know, when we grow up and we have kids, they're going to ask us about the pandemic and what we thought about it, which that that is really interesting for me, at least to think about is that like it'll be in a textbook somewhere probably probably and it'll be like a section in history class that kids talk about because you know at least I did in seventh grade we had we did a whole unit on the black plague so our kids are going to do a whole unit on COVID-19 that is so crazy to me but you know you you went from feeling uncertain and feeling like you didn't know how to handle things to accomplishing it getting through it rocking it so you can handle much more than you think you can so that is what i have for today's episode by the way i'm wearing like you know like swishy track pants that make the that make that sound That's what I'm wearing right now. So, and I feel like 
I have been moving a lot more during this episode than I usually do. Usually I'm really good at sitting still because I record at like 10 in the morning, but it is 5 o'clock at night. It is 5 p.m., so I'm feeling oddly energized. So I'm sorry if you can hear the swishing of my pants, but that is what I have for today's episode is just a reflection on COVID being that we spent a year together and we're gonna keep going, you know? We are still in this relationship with COVID, so I just thought it would be interesting to look back and think about things and think about things have changed and, you know, staying hopeful for the future, staying really hopeful for the future. So I hope you enjoyed listening to my thoughts and that maybe it sparked a thought within you. So happy March, everybody. Happy March. Um, Hope that this is a good month for you. Like I said earlier, set intentions for the month. Create what you want out of it. Stay driven. Stay focused. You've got this. You can make it through it. You can make it through it. So let's talk small joys for the week. Um, My friend Mackenzie and I are going to this Christian retreat that is in our community It's just like a small Christian gathering. I'm pretty sure it's all for women. So that's going to be really exciting. It's this weekend. So episodes come out on Saturdays. So by the time that this episode comes out, we will actually be there, which that's kind of exciting to think about. I'm really excited for it, you know, getting the chance. I love retreat things like that. Just getting the chance to grow my faith and to grow my relationship with God and see how this can bring Mackenzie and I closer together. That'll be really exciting. And uh, what else? Trying to think of another small joy to share. Can I say Taylor Swift? Can Can I say that Taylor Swift is my small joy? I've been listening to her music so much recently, watching interviews and things like that. She is all around such just a great human and brings me genuine joy. So... I would definitely say that Taylor is one of my small joys. I've been listening to Reputation and Lover so much recently. I bought Lover on vinyl, bought it from Target, and the Target edition is so gorgeous. So those are my small joys for the week. Make sure that you are following the podcast account on Instagram. Some really exciting things happen over there. Failed matcha IGTV videos happen over there. You can always send in episode requests through a DM. I think there's even an email link on the Instagram if you want to go as far as to email things. Um, I keep things anonymous, so if you send in a request for like advice on something, I'm not going to like come out here and say, this person needs help with this and you know, I'm not going to do that. That's just mean. So you can always send in requests. I would love it and I'll probably do it. So yeah, that's all I have for you guys today. And I hope that you enjoyed and be back here next Saturday for a new episode. I will talk to you later. I always want to say see you later, but I'm not really going to see you. So talk to you later.